0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Cliff Williams, Joel Jackson, we are back. We just watched the Matrix for Matrix Resurrections. Lots to talk about. <laughs> that's Joel's MO. Joel just goes to the, oh my gosh. If you don't like spoilers, uh, stop now. Stop this it. is not the video that's spoiler free. We've got our deer salami, we, I've got my flannel.
1: I got these five-year-old uh,
0: snacks, I'm telling you. <laughs> we got our snacks. We're about to dive into our reaction to Matrix 4. This is not gospel. Alright, let's talk, Joel. Matrix 4. First off, this has been a super anticipated movie by, by fantasy buffs, science fiction buffs, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you remember... When we watched the trailer together for the first time and I said, oh, yes. we watched this movie and the first hour and 20 minutes, I was like, this is awesome because the reviews are really bad. IGN said it was mm-hmm. horrible. CNN said it was bad. And this is Lana Wachowski. She's um was a dude and now is yeah. a woman. So this film is super woke. But the woke people don't like it. And we got done watching the movie, and I said this film was almost awesome, but it's way too long, and then it got massively woke at the end. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> just <laughs> let's okay. We're gonna go through our entire our entire process of talking about this film. Mm-hmm. I wanna go one piece at a time. So mm-hmm. in my opinion, similar to what you're saying, there's about an hour and a half it's almost a complete film mm-hmm. where it really feels like the film is, is is nestled well into a story. It's got a story it wants to tell, and it's enjoyable.
1: The trailer hid everything from us. The trailer hid everything. almost
0: all of the good stuff. If you
1: thought... The trailer was only the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Kind if you of. thought
0: the trailer... If you thought the movie was going to be like the trailer, not really at all. It's, it's just something... It's its own thing. Um... Which, in this instance, I feel like might have been a mistake. Usually, you want to keep all your goodies secret in your trailer. You don't want to give everything away. In this instance, I think they made a huge mistake. They hurt by, the hype. They, 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 they hurt the they hype. They hurt the hype with the trailer. Um, That being said, the first 15 minutes of this movie focus on brand new characters. Okay. And the movie, in my opinion, tanks and sucks until you get past that first 15 minutes.
1: I was really confused. And yeah. I am an active storyteller. Now, granted... You track so well with this stuff. You track so well with it cuz I was asking you questions but I do storytelling and I no. was confused. So, so your average viewer,
0: dude, the first 15 minutes of this film was so confusing and so off-putting. It was completely unnecessary. I get the idea was to to introduce new characters, mm-hmm. but it's it's completely unnecessary.
1: It redoes the first Matrix.
0: The move, yeah. And and I, and I uh, Pickle did you move the camera?
1: No, it's cool.
0: All right. I understand what they're trying to do. They're playing on nostalgia a little bit. And we did talk about that when we talked about the the, uh, trailer. We said, I hope it's not a big play on nostalgia. Yeah. And for the first few scenes of The Matrix, they really, really played on nostalgia really hard. It opens exactly like the original movie. You've got a Trinity-esque character in a room trying to find Neo or whatever. She gets busted in on by uh, the operatives. Uh, What do they call them? They're the... Agent? What is it? Are they I, I, the Smiths?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, Agent Smith. Yeah, yeah agents,
0: Yeah, the, it gets busted in by agents. You
1: you kind of think at the start, okay, like what is this going to be? Is this a sequel? Is it going to be some parallel universe thing? No, it's set 60 years after the third one.
0: Right, so here, here we go. Let's eat some venison right now. And then, let's give you the one-sentence version of the of, of the synopsis of the movie. Here's the synopsis of the movie. The, the machines are running out of power because when Neo jacked with the Matrix, lots of people started falling out of the Matrix, which means the machines started running out of power. In the third one. Yes, in the third one. The machines started running out of power, so they started fighting amongst themselves for power. And through this, a new sort of architect called... What was it? The analyst shows up and he has this idea. He says, if we resurrect Neo and Trinity, their bodies, their angst and their emotional connection generates so much energy that it can make up for a lot of this lost energy, but we can't let them get together because if they get together, they're going to destroy the matrix again.
1: And they kind of created peace with Zion. What happened? Morpheus becomes one of the high counselors of Zion, but um, after Neo and Trinity, I guess when people start ejecting from the Matrix, the machines start going to war with each other. Eventually, Zion falls. They rebuild a new, brand new, better a new, Zion. A
0: new place called Io.
1: And then Trinity and uh, Neo get connected, and then it gives the machines power again. So there's sort of peace. All that's cool, because that's the first hour and 20 minutes of the film. Yeah. So...
0: And Neo... Neo
1: finds that out. They make true. Neo
0: think. They, they've convinced him by taking a bunch of blue pills every single day that he never... That everything in the first few three Matrix movies was a video game that he created. It never happened. Mm. He's this video game programmer. He created these games. They're wildly successful. Everybody loves them. And over time, of course, they finally rescue him out and eject him out of the Matrix.
1: And he finds all that out that we just said. Yeah. Through the, the Matrix so, Zion people.
0: Honest opinion, this is so much, in my opinion, good story. Like, that's quality. That's not an an arc I expected the story to take. Um, I will say that it leaves me thinking that Neo's sacrifice in the first three movies was still a little lackluster. I don't feel like enough happened. Mm -hmm. Zion still got destroyed eventually. The world is still completely and almost utterly controlled by the machines.
1: But it feels like they're not fighting for super, super survival like they were in the first one. It feels like they're kind of sort of thriving-ish.
0: I feel, but it feels like they've the only thing that these, happened is that they've made some friends with some with of the machines. the machines. With some of the machines. Defectors from the main the, regime. All that is interesting. And I'm following the movie. I'm liking it. Yeah, I'm liking the villains. They do this really cool thing with reverse time effect that the main villain played by Neil Patrick Harris, which, spoiler alert, there you go, he's the main villain, Kind of, they play with the reverse effects in the filming. Everything's going in reverse while he's going forward in slow motion. Really interesting stuff. I liked it. There was this one scene where the main villain, the analyst, reveals the big plot. Um, And you and I were sitting there watching the scene going, man, that's awesome. He's a kick butt villain. He's putting Neo in his place, he's controlling the whole thing. Like yeah. he's crazy, super powerful. And then it takes a little bit of this woke spin where this white dude who's the the villain the analyst talks about how nobody nobody in this new generation the problem with people these days is they they care about feelings and don't care about facts and he realized if we can just manipulate their feelings they can generate more energy than ever before
1: as you're describing all of this it, it, it lays out a big problem with the movie to me because it's long and confusing, and I'm trying to think of points to talk about in the film, and there's so much because it's kind of long and confusing. Yeah. After that point with the bullet time, which is a really good scene, and he Neil Patrick Harris is like a huge bad deal, and he kicks Neo's butt. It Puts that, him
0: right in his place.
1: Right after that point. The film goes on for another hour, and I get exhausted. And I understand what IGN and CNN are saying about it being too long.
0: It was too long. It's way too long. I mean, the last thirty minutes, the final act, is, represents about forty minutes of the movie. What
1: happens? Tell what happens in the final act.
0: In the final act, Neo gets out of the Matrix. This is all Act Two, and Act Three. He has decided that he wants to get he wants to save Trinity. Yeah. And so the whole Act Three, the whole plan is they they concoct a plan on how to uh extract trinity from the matrix but it's got to be her decision. He's like it's got to be her choice if we can if we can unplug her from their programming and conditioning hmm. and then she makes the choice to join me then then we'll take her out and we'll it, and we'll rescue her from And the that's
1: matrix. the whole last 30 minutes right. at 2 hours and I'm just like I was checked out. I was the, checked out.
0: Yeah, at the 2 hour mark If you ditched the first 15 minutes of the movie and you started 15 minutes in, and you made the last act 20 minutes as opposed to 40 minutes,
1: Mm. probably
0: still pretty good. After
1: the bullet time sequence, they get they go back to the Zion place and have a whole meeting. Mm -hmm. I would not have done that as a filmmaker. Mm. What I would have done is kept it moving forward. That feels like in Lord of the Rings, we just got out of Moria. Okay, guys, we got to go back to Rivendell. We just got our butts kicked. We got to go back to Rivendell. No, they go to Lothlorien and then the next place. It should have done thirty minutes after that. Go two hours. We're done. So, but they solved everything at the end.
0: Yeah. So, one of the things people want to talk about is how woke is it going to be? Because of the situation with the Wachowski siblings and Lana Wachowski being a trans female, um, biological male to trans female, everybody wants to know. How woke is it? Well, one thing. There's not a single main character aside from Neo who's a dude. Main character Mm. who's not like a villain. Neil Patrick Harris. White dude. Villain. Mm. Uh, Even old Morpheus. Old Morpheus. um, Uh, I didn't like that, yeah. Old Morpheus uh, winds up... They tell this whole story about how everybody in, in the original Zion... Wound up dying. Zion got destroyed because Morpheus. He, he liked el- power. He was elected the the supreme chancellor of of Zion, and he he which he a title which he greatly enjoyed. And then they wouldn't the the new uh, leaders, which is oh, I, I forget her name, but it was played by I think Jada pickett Smith in the original movie. Niobe, uh, Niobe, yeah, Niobe. She's the new head chancellor of Io. Yeah. And all of her council, her main council, they're all female, which by the way, there's like no like real male, there's no male yeah. leadership at all in New IO, which I understand. We live in this new generation where we are evil people and we set up an evil patriarchy and we have persecuted everyone else who doesn't look like us and doesn't have a tallywhacker. We've persecuted you out into oblivion, apparently. So, all the leadership is female um, and, and even... A guy like Morpheus that we considered hero in the last one, he has this sort of anti-hero moment where he refuses to upgrade he, – he refuses to believe that Zion can fall or will be invaded by the machines because he refuses to believe that what their savior, Neo, what he did could ever be undone. And so everybody – they go into the scene where they walk in this cathedral. There's all these candles surrounding Morpheus, and they're symbolic of everybody in Zion who died believing in the mythology of Neo. In essence, believing in a god. You know, all of these people were more like kind of religious fanatics who trusted Morpheus, and Morpheus led them to their doom. Not, not the greatest look, in my opinion.
1: I can get past the wokeness because story was elevated. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, man, is they went into the bullet time, they got their butts kicked... And then immediately they go back to Zion. I'm like, how did they get back to Zion so easily? Is that oh, I guess the situation's not as dire.
0: Up to this point, I'm allowed to. I'm with you. I'm giving allowances to the wokeness because of the story. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's woke. It's unfortunate that they're choosing to paint all guys except for Neo in this awful, evil, terrible light, mostly. Um, and the only ones that are yeah that are quality, like really quality, is the new Morpheus, who happens to be not even a real guy. He's not yeah. a male. He's actually a program, a program sentient.
1: There's still a place for the story to go in the film. Right. But the problem is with the last act, they literally solve it. And in the end of the movie, they kick the main dude's butt In <laughs> surprise, Trinity is Dude, the new one. By the end of the movie. But they look at him and they say, we're going to change stuff now and it ends. So, no sequel. That's it.
0: Neil Patrick Harris says... Ultimate bad guy and then... I cannot get over this. Multiple times through the movie, talking about Trinity. Man, women used to be so much easier to control. Gosh, can't you control her? Like all these... And he's representing the evil villain. Without a doubt, it's Lana Wachowski's attack at the evil patriarchy.
1: And... Which just means white men. Not black means, men, yeah, not Mexican men. It means Western men. society built by evil, evil, terrible men. White men. Yeah, white men. White men, yeah. not any other race. Evil, terrible men. Saving Trinity, like, defeats the machines in the Matrix, and at the end, Neo and Trinity say to Neil Patrick Harris, the main controller of the Matrix, we're going to change stuff now. Voop, that doesn't happen in the first Matrix. It doesn't lead into any younger generation, and I was I mean, like... You guys just solved the whole thing. Like
0: So, the big question is how woke is the matrix? In my opinion, matrix 4
1: it ha- it puts story over wokeness and The Last Jedi was a film about women beating the crap out of dumb dumb men and this film was a story about Neo and Trinity falling in love. Again.
0: Okay. That was woke. For me, For me, it's so woke. Does it focus on story? Yes. It's so woke, though, that I get distracted. Agreed. I get distracted to a point where I'm like... I get lost in the farce of the wokeness to where it does take away from the story some. They focused on the story, but that wokeness takes away from it. Versus having almost no story, like, say...
1: The Last, the Last Jedi, Jedi is a film. The Last Jedi is a film about Marxism, about how everything that came before is bad and needs to be gone away with. Mm. The Matrix is a story about how Neo needs to save Trinity and rescue her with a ton of wokeness in it. That's why I give it a pass.
0: They all. The end scene, man, really.
1: the dude was, was bad. It was the not. The end good. scene
0: really hurt it for me. When they take the Neil Patrick Harris, and he's like, uh, 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 like he, he turned, he goes from being this like <clears throat> supreme architect of this new Matrix mm-hmm. to this sniveling coward who can't do anything to them. That she basically kills repeatedly and then snaps her fingers and brings them back because she's super, super, duper powerful. She's she figures out how to fly before Neo does. Neo's been stopping bullets this entire time. Trinity can't stop anything. Then they jump off the building. And he's hanging there dangling, and she's flying them. And sh- it, it, it,
1: it's- I get that. They kind of said that they have that special connection, because Ray sure. in The Force Awakens, she's just great. But they did say they told a story where your connection is big, so okay, maybe she is the one. But my problem is at the end where she's beating the crap out of Neil Patrick Harris, the ultimate villain, who was the ultimate villain, And now there's nowhere for the story to go. How do
0: you make anybody better who's going to threaten them? There's no threat for Trinity and Neo. It's done.
1: It's The Last Jedi. It Mm -hmm. finished the story. It's done.
0: Here's the other. I don't think this is a hidden narrative. I think this is just obvious. Lana Wachowski, if you ever watch this, which you won't, uh, you didn't hide this very well. It's very obvious. The whole story is about keeping Neo and Trinity close, but never letting them connect. Keeping them apart. It's pretty obvious. And once they do connect... Yep. once they do get a hold of each other and become one, Trinity becomes the supreme all-powerful. The female becomes all-powerful. This movie is 100%, in my opinion, about Lana Wachowski saying
1: the I guy
0: is separated from his female... What is inside? Counterpart. The whole world and all these... The evil patriarchy is designing and desiring to keep them apart. And once they connect and you can transition into female... The female becomes super powerful, and the world is your oyster. That's another way to look at the movie that is pretty blatant and obvious. Uh, does it take away from the – that's all – this is all subtext. I'm not talking about the actual movie of what's going on. Does it take away from the story of the movie? Uh, I think for everyone who's not like an incredibly woke, left-leaning person, it probably will take away some. It, it's just a question of whether or not it takes away enough that you dislike the movie.
1: This film is an okay film, and it won't go down as a great film because of pacing issues. My ultimate problem. Mm. Hour and 20 minutes in, goes off the rails. Pacing problems.
0: I'll say this. I can never see myself watching it again. And I, I probably won't. Mm. I just got through watching Spider-Man 3, uh, No Way Home, the day prior. I'm a big fan of both the Matrix series and Spider-Man, and I probably... I definitely would have a bigger chance of watching Spider-Man 3 again than Matrix. Um, I really feel like, and you and I have talked about this before, I kind of feel like keep your ideology out of your art to one degree or another. And for me personally, a good story was told. A pretty good story was told. It drug on. It was too long. Like you said, the pacing, I 100% agree with you. But then I got to a point where in the very end it literally felt like the end scene with the major boss was just an, an ideological monologue. She yeah. even says, you tried to trap me with a family, basically. Like, you used kids.
1: Because her program that they wrote for her life, her new life. How would you use kids, but also murder kids? You know, you know she's like, you know she's absolutely pro-murder kids. You know that. choice You know that. She's pro-choice. She wants to murder kids. But how could you ever use kids but murder kids? Because the left is inconsistent in their ideology. So anyways,
0: Matrix 4, Resurrections. Does it tell a a coherent story? Yes, it does. Uh, Is it a pioneering new and, and interesting story for Matrix? Yeah, it's a new story for Matrix. I can go there and say it's a new narrative. Are the action sequences well done? Are the things that you anticipate from The Matrix, the CGI, the action, is all of that on par with the other movies? In my opinion, yeah. They did a good job.
1: You can have the nicest car in the world, but if you don't have wheels that are going to take you somewhere, it's a crappy car. This is ruined by pacing, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, the wokeness in the end... Like, you can dribble. you You can drip your wokeness or your conservatism or whatever you want to call it throughout the movie and that's what you want to do just keep focusing on story and that's what they did that's what Lana Wachowski did through the majority of the movie and then there was a point where I told you I said the subtext is very very woke if it stays there we're good and I told you I said She can make one or a couple of choices and just push that subtext up into the story, and then I'm gonna be. Um, Oh man, that whole last monologue with them beating the Neil Patrick Harris character and just making him look like a little wimpy. It just made
1: the Matrix feel not powerful. The Matrix was like this godlike thing in the first one. Yeah, and then Neil Patrick Harris is stop hurting me, Mm -hmm. and he's the leader of the new Matrix.
0: And even he's like, can't you can't you control her? Can't it's like Who talks like that?
1: Nobody talks like that. Oh. I mean I know male feminists who hate Donald Trump that would control that could control women. I know that. I do know that.
0: So there you go. Matrix Resurrections. Is it woke? Yes. Um, does it have a cool and interesting story? Yeah. Do we? do they do a good job with the action sequences? Yeah. Will I ever watch it again? No. Like, so you make your choice. At the end of the day, I do feel like if you're a little bit more conservative or if you're in the central middle of the road, you're eventually going to have to make a choice. If you're aware, if you're someone who's aware of ideological filmmaking and woke ideology and this, that, and the other, you're going to have to make a choice of whether or not the wokeness uh, subtracts enough from the story from you that you dislike it, or if the story's good enough where you're like, nah, I deal with the wokeness, it's fine. Um, but either way, I think most people are gonna agree it's just too long
1: My film was ruined by pacing and the pacing came from I focused on two characters instead of one I say my film is a good first film it's not a great film if it came out in theaters it would get wrecked mm. same thing here it's 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 an it's an okay film it's not great I won't watch it again Well, tell us what you
0: think. Let us know if you disagree with us, if you agree with us, if you are a major, major keyboard warrior, SJW, and you think that I'm an evil, sexist, misogynistic, white dude. Feel free to lash into me in the comments. I will try to explain as best I can how that is not the case, and I will offer to share some venison with you, if that's your bag. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, uh... I don't even know if I'm on Twitter, but check us out on all the things, um, and go ahead and go to Amazon.com and download, or purchase Man of God: Salvation, our first book, write a comment if you've already purchased it, that'd be awesome, uh, have a happy, happy Christmas, this is being filmed just a few days before Christmas, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and keep being awesome, because that's how God made you. I wrote this book to honor my father. Come
1: on, babe, push.
0: Come on, push. Are okay, you
1: pushing?
0: Okay, okay. Push. It's all you. Ah. It's all you.
1: I wasn't born in a hospital.
0: Breathe a minute. Just
1: breathe. Just
0: breathe. Can you push again? Yes, honey. You can. Come on, honey. Push. One more. One more. Time.
1: Mama told the midwife I was going to be a preacher. But I was crippled up with polio when I was two years old. I didn't get my first pair of shoes till almost a decade later. If that was God, then I didn't want nothing to do with Him.
0: Man of God, Salvation in paperback or digital copy, online and in select stores.